while Adelaide's just waking up. Heading out to grab the morning paper, getting the kids ready for sport. These two have been up for ages, preparing to bring you hours of entertainment. At least that's what they call a Triple M's weekend breakfast. With Loz and Tomo on 104.7 Triple M. Uh, good morning, Adelaide. Happy Sunday morning, 104.7 Triple M weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. As I look out, 13th floor, 70 Franklin Street. Pitch black. <laughs> it is a little bit, actually. <laughs> yep. Yeah, with a few highlights, though, mate. The high towers and all sorts here. You can see the Westpac building. There's a fair bit going on. Why Sweets? <laughs> you see that over there? Um, what, yeah. is, what is Y Sweets? Oh, I don't know. And I really <laughs> wish that you'd asked me before we went live on radio. <laughs> this is good gear. How are you going, mate? All right? Yeah, no, I'm great. I'm still really pissed off at you for stitching me up yesterday. Oh, yeah. We found out because you were, you were bragging all around the office that you were doing Dry July. And we yeah. found out last Saturday night you were doing shots. <laughs> That's. I had <laughs> three standard drinks what about, as, uh, was like there, an idiot Was last there a week. shot consumed? I don't think that was actually. I oh. think that he was doing shots. Oh, who's the, the guy that stitched you up, Johnny? Yeah, he, he was doing shots. Yeah, right. But, uh, hey, I'm surprised that he remembered, to be <laughs> honest. I saw him briefly at the bar. I said, hey, mate, we had a little conversation about him and talked about himself for about 20 minutes. Yeah, stop Rambling standard. on. Now, uh, seriously, I, I just can't believe that you didn't think I'd find out about that. I... I've got eyes everywhere in this town. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a long show. I <laughs> thought you might, but I hoped that you'd talk to me in private about it and yeah. not do it live on radio. But, but you just kept on saying you were, like, dominating dry July. And... I had three standard drinks. I made a mistake. I was sober <laughs> from that day. Out of 18 of the last days, I've had 17 sober days. Yeah, I know. But that one day. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that one day. Hey, Lozzie, we've got a big, big show coming up from 7 to 9 uh, on this beautiful Sunday morning. Got to talk about the space race next. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, Elon. I'm a little bit off it. Ew. The musky. Come on, mate. He's he, he like an alien. He does. He's all, he kind of looks like Oh, no, I can't say it. Go on. He looks like someone you'd fish out of the Hudson River. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Personal jabs. If you, bit, Elon, if you're listening. A bit pale and bloated. <laughs> he just looks like a... Yeah, anyway. Well, do The space race. <laughs> Oh, my segue's as smooth as the bottom of a Porsche. (laughs) There's a space podcast on Listener. (laughs) There probably is. Guys are wankers. (laughs) All right, so back in the old days, the space race was between Russia and America, and America won, obviously. They landed a man on the moon. But there's a new space race, and that is between... Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Richard Branson. Okay, now I've heard of the, the last two. I haven't heard of the Bezos. Amazon. He's uh, the Amazon billionaire. Okay, got you. Basically, these are these are all billionaires, all right? <laughs> and they're all just so bored with their lives yep. because they've gotten so rich yep. and they're so empty inside that the only thing that they can think to do is have a little race between other billionaires as who can land in space first. So That's... where are they going? Do we know the logistics of this? Look, I'm sure that that information is readily available on the internet. Okay. I haven't researched it. Okay, understand. I'm just really... It's just really fascinating to me how the world can be in absolute disarray and chaos. Like, we're, we're literally in the middle of a global pandemic. People are dying by the thousands every single day. Yeah. And they decide that the most important thing mm. is not to sort of spend billions of dollars on aid. No. To help their fellow man. No, that's right. It's to go to Mars. Yeah. I'm totally with you. Like, could genuinely end world hunger in some places of this beautiful world They absolutely could, singularly. 100%. But they they won't do it. And and that's just chump change. That's what they get back from their tax, buddy. (laughs) What tax? They don't pay it. (laughs) 
from their tax return. You know what it'd be like? It'd be like if a doctor went to someone and said, look, mate, you're riddled with cancer. This is awful. Like, yeah. We're going to have to do surgery. <laughs> and he goes, I hear you, <laughs> but I've decided to spend my money on a nose job. Yeah. It's like, what? That's totally (laughs) unnecessary and won't help anyone. I know. I would rather get my ears pinned if you don't mind. I'm going to get my tits done. What, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Like, why are they doing this? No, I don't don't know. I actually don't know. What do they have to prove and what, you know, because clearly they were bullied in school. They would have had to be. Tiny man syndrome. You don't have to to show case yourself much more to the concreters out there that they bullied you, okay? (laughs) They've done well enough. Jeff Bezos. Bold. Is he? Elon Musk, just weird. Yeah. And Branson's a ginger. Yeah, I So they're all the underdog, and I seriously Mm. think they spend every day of their life sort of talking in their head to the bullies at school going, look at me now on my little rocket. Guess what, mate? You're still ginger. (laughs) (laughs) I had a bit of a mishap yesterday. Radio nightmare. Oh, things weren't good. This is uh, seriously the number one thing you do not want to do as a broadcaster. Dead air. Dead air. Air, it's the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Yep. The silence is deafening. Uh-huh. It's it's like nails on a chalkboard, particularly if you work in radio. Big if time. you ever hear dead air on another station mm-hmm. when you're driving, yep. you want to be sick. There's a bit of that, but there's a little bit of a laugh. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, and Benny, you're Suck involved it. in this totally. as well. Put on Triple J and you can hear some bloke oh. going... <laughs> That's it. And he's putting down his joint. And um Yeah. We make fun. We make fun, but yesterday it was you. Yeah, it did happen to me. So I'm the one that presses the buttons here for this show and Should we give people a taste of five seconds of dead air? No. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Alright. It'll be so I'll be so like with Just the with Ready? Okay, so this is what happened. We're going to go silent. This is what happened yesterday, okay? So I was locked in the airlock, all right, mate? Yeah. I was locked in the airlock. Locked outside the building, didn't have your phone. I was yelling out. No one could hear me. It's a soundproof studio, and this is is how it goes down. Okay. I'm on. I'm on. You're on. Hang on, where's the headphone? Tomo's... Tomo's gone to the toilet. Hang on, brand the show first, Loz. This is Loz and Tomo and Triple M, uh, your brand new weekend breakfast show. <laughs> Tomo's running back to the... What happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's have this conversation. I forgot my key card to get in here, right? Yeah. So I forgot my key card. So I go out and I'm ready to borrow yours. Yeah. Your keys. You say they're on the table. Yeah. I pick up a set of keys. <laughs> Frickin' UKers. <laughs> Who doesn't have a card to get in here? I don't have my phone on me. My phone's in studio. There is security security footage of me banging on the door, right? Banging on the door. I'm yelling out. So unprofessional. Benny! Benny! And that's why we get paid the big bucks. (laughs) Apparently the only other person who's ever done that is Rhett Biglins. Rhett Biglins. I'm in rare company. Like, seriously. And and, and, you know what? The man desperately needing a B at the beginning of his first name. I agree, but I can understand because he's a ruckman, mate, and that's a normal thing for him to do. Oh, my God. I just couldn't. And then, like, everyone's getting messages around the office here saying we're off air, dead air, whatever. This is the first time I've seen Andrew Jarman run (laughs) since 1989. (laughs) It's an incredible sight. Now, I need everybody in. On this conversation, you two. If you're stitching me up again, because no, it just I'm says not. Mark's rave. No, it, it, I need to talk about something important. UK, please jump towards the mic and what Benny do you need as well. Me for? Are we giving Lozzie some 
stick again. Oh, if no. that's happening, I'm doing a walkout. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. She will. We've had it yesterday. all morning from her. You're pushing me to the edge. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with you, mate. I promise. Okay. Now, I've received a um I've received an email. It was my uh, my Optus bill, okay? My latest Optus bill. So I pay $39 a month because you you own the phone and then you just, you know, hey, you bring Yeah, I do the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So $39 a month. And what I noticed with my latest bill, it went to $49. Oh, 10 bucks. Yeah, 10 bucks. Yeah, so they tacked on $10. And I I had to scroll through (laughs) the the seven page. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I don't actually know what it was, but I got to the bottom of it. It was a late fee, okay, because I didn't pay my... Um, my bill on time, my latest one. Sure, it wasn't just going over your data for watching movies. No, at night? no, no, no. Eighty gigabytes, special times? plenty of that. Oh, and, special movies, then, fuzzy yeah. tingle times, and then Wi-Fi mm. as well at home, unlimited, eighty dollars a month with internet. Don't worry about that. I've got that sorted. <laughs> okay, but the office bill on the on the four G. So <laughs> it's gone over by ten dollars. Now, I had to spare half an hour yesterday, and I no. I, <laughs> I had to spare half an hour you yesterday. No, 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 and no. And I, no, um, no. I rang up Optus and had a, had a pretty um, abrasive conversation. You told me yesterday that you don't help with the housework because you don't have any time. So yeah. you had a spare half an hour yesterday yeah. and you decided instead of helping your lovely girlfriend Charlie with yeah. the housework, yeah. you would call Optus yep. and mm. bre- berate. I, I got home from footy yesterday, like last night, and I just went, I went and grabbed a can. And I sat in my car and I rang up Optus. <laughs> why the car? You went back uh, to the car. I don't know why, but I just sat in my car. I, I was a little bit embarrassed because my girlfriend Charlie was inside. <laughs> you didn't want her to hear what you I didn't want her to hear. Because she would have left you. Yeah, well, she's probably hearing this right now and packed all her gear. So. <laughs> anyway, so I sat in the car, grabbed a can, and uh, I rang Optus and, and had it out with him for half an hour. Mate, about a late fee. And just... Because seriously, I've been a customer for eight, ten years there. <sighs> and um, I got it wiped. I got it wiped, Liz. But Benny, I'm, I'm just, just asking. So would you, disappointed. Would you, would you do the same thing? I'd let the wife deal with it. <laughs> no, Thirty she, minutes of your time for ten dollars. My wife used to work for Telstra, so she she just knows sort of the knows tricks. Things. And I, was, yeah. I, was, I actually said that to get a, a reaction from Liz, and she didn't. No, she didn't. The go, truth did is, she? she worked for Telstra, so she sort of knows. Yeah. The thing about Mark is that I'm actually worried because every day you get. 10 years older. <laughs> what are you talking You are about? rapidly becoming a 58-year-old <laughs> man. I was just having a couple of sips of my Cooper's mid-ale. You're having a mid, first yeah. of all. Weak. <laughs> Weak? Second of all, you're obsessed with your lawn. Third of <laughs> don't, all... Don't bring the Kikuna into it. Cut at eight mil. You're calling up Telstra or Optus <laughs> to dispute a $10 late fee, which you deserve. And do you know what the best one was? The throwaway oh, line? God. To get it over the line, Benny? I said, I'm... I'm going to go to Telstra. You threatened oh, to no. move companies. Yeah, that's such for a $10. dad move. That's a dad Jeez. move. And they said, we'll, we'll wipe it for you, Mr. Thomas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> People used to come into Blockbuster and say that to me. Oh, we're going to go to Video Easy. Oh, did, well, God, that worked well for Blockbuster <laughs> and Video Easy, didn't it? <laughs> right now, a little segment to make you think. It's Laws and Tomo's Shower Thoughts. You know what it's like when you're in the shower sort of staring at the wall and you're a bit hypnotised by the heat and the steam and you start to think about things yeah, a little man. existentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something popped into my head the other day. Well, go on. Okay, this is my, my first shower thought for today. <laughs> yes. If conjoined twins, right, so they're oh, attached to the body. Uh, I love this stuff. One triple three five three. if you are one. <laughs> no, I love talking to them. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to them. We are targeting a niche market, yeah. son. 
What do you want him to say? Okay, so because I've got so many questions. You've got conjoined twins, all right? Like, yeah, do they both what... defecate at the same time? Oh, you know, it depends on where the body. Do they have to get are. a conjoined toilet? Yeah, well, that's right. Exactly. Okay, shush. This one's interesting. All right, it's not about poo. Like, have they got a freckle each? That's what I'm asking. How do you roll over and you sleep? <laughs> None of these are my shower Okay, what do you got? If one of the twins commits a crime, do they both have to go to jail? Oh, I see. So, and I'm thinking like, how good is this? So I'm thinking like intellectual property theft or something or like computer crimes, you know what I mean, Mm. where one of them's on a laptop all the time like, oh, what are you doing, Cindy? None of your business. Yes. And they're stealing millions of dollars. What's the term when someone doesn't do it but they know about the crime? Oh, complicit. So wouldn't wouldn't that mean? But maybe they aren't. What if they're not? And you can't com- you can't prove complicity unless you know it's been admitted. No, that's true. So yeah, it's, it's... God that trumps everything. Like oh no, I got plenty more. What do no, you got? No, you can't soft. kick off on that. You got, an- you got another one. You go with yours. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> have you got it's, anything? It's, yeah, well, I'll just make something up here. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. The term all downhill. Yeah. Okay, so it's all downhill from here. Yeah, it's all downhill from here. So how do you take that? Oh, right. Okay, okay, so I'll put it into context for you. It was Tuesday night footy training. <laughs> yeah. And I was there with my mate Fieldsy, and yeah. I said, mate, as soon as Tuesday night's done and footy training's done, the way, it's all downhill. Yeah. And he's just like, what do you, what do you, mean, <laughs> no, what do you mean by that? That makes sense. And well, I'm like... Because, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because going it, downhill is easier. Exactly. It's easier. No. Gravity and yeah. cruising down. Yeah. But if I say to you, Loz, now you've hit 30, which you have, it's all downhill from there. Yeah. That's it means a bad, you're at that's your peak. That's a bad thing. It means you're at your peak. And then you're going to drop And then you're going to go downhill. So but, it's going to get worse. But if you say it's all downhill from here, like from Tuesday night. It can mean two things to two people. Exactly. It's, it's, do you know what's also interesting is that it's all uphill, right? It's all uphill from here. That makes it tough. Me, I think about it being yeah. tough too. Yep. I understand the concept of it going up and, like, up is good. Well, exactly. But up isn't good when you're walking up a hill. Well, yeah, you're right. But once you get to the top of the hill, it's a nice view. Yeah, and then it's all downhill. Exactly right. What do you reckon, what? Benny? Yeah, you guys have... That's it's a good one. You like on. it? Yeah, now, I've got another one for you here, Lozzie, and then you come because mine are shit compared to yours. No, I'm worried that my last one isn't any good. Oh, but really? You, no, okay. So... Geelong played Fremantle on Thursday night, mm-hmm. okay? Last Thursday night. Geelong played Fremantle. My old man asked me, whereabouts is that game? And I said, oh, they're playing they're playing Frio over there. <laughs> okay. So what would you think from a South... You're living in SA. Mm-hmm. Geelong are playing Frio over there. What would you think? It's in Fremantle. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But it could be in Geelong. Oh. Why do we think that Perth... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's in Frio, isn't it? But it could be in Geelong. Because what you've done is you've answered Geelong without are playing actually Frio. specifying at yeah, all. Yeah, Geelong are playing Frio over there. Okay. All right. That's a, that's not as good, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> um, Last one. Okay. So, you know when people have a bad time or they, they're bored and they go, 10 minutes, I ain't ever getting back. That's 10 minutes, I'm not getting back. Mm. You know, it's like, mate, no one's getting any time back, even if it's good. Mm. Like, what is this idea that, mm. you know, you get a refund on time if yeah. it's good or bad? No one's getting it. At, it's all gone. If mine was shit, yours was atrocious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, more of a bath thought, really, than a shower thought. Better talk about what the hell happened uh, because an alleged uh, Kilkenny man uh, drink driving style throughout the week. Oh, okay. A man was allegedly drink driving in Kilkenny throughout the week? Is well, that what you mean? I don't know if it, if it is in Kilkenny. Oh. I'm not actually sure. It's near Woodville West, isn't it, Benny? Yeah, it's your near way. Me. It was a Kilkenny man. Kilkenny man. Do you know where the um you know where the Dan Murphy's is on Port Road? 
Just oh, I do. T- yeah, it's like the BWS near there. Oh, which okay. is near my joint. Yeah. Yeah. So he's had an absolute stinker. Okay. So he's he's driving there under the influence, and this is how it went down. It was three o'clock yesterday afternoon, and the forty-eight-year-old Kilkenny man had run out of vodka. I refused service, uh, and then I had to do that again because I don't think he understood me. He just asked for two bottles of Smirnoff. Police say the driver had a blood alcohol reading of 0.308. That's more than six times the legal limit. I've only really seen a couple of people come through like that. 0.308, that's a fair sip. Yeah. Did you see the picture of the car? It didn't have a front wheel. Yeah, so the, the tyre was flat. It, was, it wasn't on. It wasn't on at all? It didn't have a tyre. Oh, wow. It was just the metal just cylinder. Just the rim? Yeah. Wow, interesting. But that was the least of his worries, mate. Well, the last bit of it I, I find quite intriguing. I've only seen a few people like that. Yeah. The man from the bottle I said, whereabouts are you living, Benny? Because this is just not on. That's down in the Bronx or something. Woodville West. Yeah, yeah. but that, you can't be having those sort of people just roll on through oh, the bottle. it's unsavoury in my way, yeah. Is sure. it? I live there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I work in a, in a bar in the city on, on Peary Street and we still get Absolutely crook behaviour all the time. Mm. People that inebriated—that's a At fair. At three go. o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. well, oh, no, to no, say no. the least. No, I'm just saying that it doesn't really matter where you go. There will always be someone who mm. who finds a way to cross that threshold. Ironic to get done DUI in a drive-through, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like if you're going to get caught as well. Well, it's like when I got done on my phone. In the Macca's drive-thru. I didn't even know you could. I was just sort of sitting there. Is that true? Like, oh, mate. Wow. I got done, and I'm not kidding. So what, I went, what, the cops got you? Yeah. So I was oh. I was sitting on my phone in the drive-thru at a pause, and then I would sort of move and, mm. and stop and move and stop. And I came out on the other end, and a cop cut me off, mm. and, and she comes up to the window, and she's like, you know, that's illegal what you were just doing in there. Oh. And I went, what, the cheeseburger? <laughs> I mean, I know it's not good for you, but I didn't... It's not strongly illegal, is it? Yeah, I, it didn't even occur to me wow. that it was the phone. Did but you get stung for that? 450 bucks. Still Why? paying it off in increments. Oh, my God. <laughs> week by week. That and the parking fine. <laughs> I, I'm telling you what, I'm keeping this city alive. You are, mate. You're my doing council your thing. fees. You and the bloody Kilkenny man. Yeah. <laughs> Given back. It's just who we are. Was and Tomo's Guess the Year for a beer. We're talking Guess the Year for a beer. We're going to do Fall from Grass very shortly. Look. Sorry, we were, just, we were just talking about yeah. it off air and I got really, uh, really glad. Actually, I'm glad we're not doing that right now because I need to check if I'm allowed to mention one of these people. Or from Fall from Grace? Yeah, because I'm not sure whether they still work for this network. Great stuff up. Hashtag tease, mate. <laughs> Everything. That was beautiful. No worries. I turned it around. Yeah, oh, mate. I love to see it. I love to see it. Now, Guess the Year for a beer. What the hell goes on here, please, UK? Um, I've got some stuff that happened in history and you've got to guess what year it happened. Oh, Pretty much. It's <laughs> very simple. <laughs> very simple. <laughs> okay, let's do this. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this game because I love it's history. Game. It's a great game. Ugh. But uh, moment, moments in time. Yeah. All right. So that 70s show. Great oh, show. Yeah. What year did it end? Oh, okay. did it end? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's Are a you really... telling me you know what year it started, Tom? No. No. <laughs> no. I was going 1979. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm around the mark on this one. Okay, so I have a feeling, but I don't know if I'm right. I'm going to say 2007. Oh, heavens above. I've gone 2011. 2006. Oh, oh that's good I get. nearly put that down. That's a good get from you. Best of five game as well, if you're playing uh, along at home, I should say. Adelaide. It's a fun little game. Yeah. 
I always remember this year because we had a long weekend in England because they just give us public holidays for whatever the hell we want. Yeah. Um, what year was Osama bin Laden killed? Oh. We got a long weekend for that, Friday and Monday off Did work. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Celebration. So, okay. Bin Laden, he was the one that was found in the, like, the, the, the spot. It was yeah. the cave, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it the spider yeah. hole? Spider? How big is this bloody spider? Yeah, what am I thinking of? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, they gave you a long weekend for Osama Bin Laden's yeah, death. Yeah, I think God. it was. I think the the royal wedding was that weekend as well. Oh well, then so I we definitely got the know. Friday mm. off for that. And yeah. then, All right. Well, oh, then so I you don't. just gave away the. Answer I already then. had it written down. So really, go on. Two thousand eleven. All right. Two thousand eleven as well. No, yeah. you didn't have that. <laughs> okay. All right. 2011. Perfect. I think that's the first one Tom has ever got right. Well, do we go one each on that one? Yeah, one each. Yeah, okay. So Lozzie could win this one. Mm -hmm. Is that right? (laughs) Tom, who's upset? No, that's... Yeah, because he's got two. Best of five. I'm going to knock you out after Benny. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) The great band Oasis. Yes. What, What year did they split up? Oh. Oh. And what year? Can I give you the year of that album instead? No, nope. <laughs> that's not the question. We all know it's 95. Mm. Um. Shivers. All right. All right. I don't know where this number's come from. Nah, I'm the same. What do you got? 2004. I've gone 2004 as well, actually. Have but, you really? Yeah, I have. And if it's nowhere near it, what is it? It's 2009. Oh. Give us another question then. Yeah, another question. Oh, all right. Okay. Straight off the knocker. Quick. 2009. 2009. Wow. wow, they really didn't make an impact in the last no. few years, did they? <laughs> what year was McDonald's founded? Mm. In Australia or? Uh, uh, of all time, what year was McDonald's founded? I'm going to say... Two ties because I've only got five questions. Okay. <laughs> I've said 1954. Well, they've been in Australia for just 50 years. I know that for a fact. Mm. He was at the celebration. <laughs> mm. He cut the ribbon. Mm. I was there. <laughs> Him and Tony Modra <laughs> out of Port Augusta. Outside broadcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've gone because over in, I've gone 1946. 1955. <gasps> what are you going like? 1954. Oh, yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You got Osama Bin Laden. Oh, God, that's nothing to hang the hat about, mate. I'm telling you. <laughs> so I've got a friend who's moving on to, I think it's like her third career change. Oh, she's had a go. In about five years. Yeah, and right. I just think that she's, she's having a hard time finding something that she's in love with. Okay. But I don't know that there is such a thing of really loving what you do to the point where you're always happy. Mm. You know that, like, oh, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sort of with you. I'm sort of with you on that. But there is a, I think there can be a split. You can love what you do mm. for 90% of the time, but everyone's got those bad days and the things that you'd rather be doing something else. There's no doubt about that. I think that. 90% is even, that's a stretch. And I think that what we've been set up as as millennials as in this generation of Love what you do, pick your passion, mm. don't get lumped into anything you're not happy with. It's a great message, but I think it's kind of made people a little bit delusional about what actually enjoying 
your work is. Mm. I think that they think that it's meant to be heaven every day and, you know, I just don't think that that's possible. I no, think- I agree. I agree with that. The, the, the one where everyone's, you know, the dream job, oh, I'm going to be happy once I get this. And if, if you keep on searching for yeah. something and searching for something better and bigger and better and bigger, you know, it's yeah. not... It's not going to make you happy because there's other other mm-hmm. elements in your life that you need to straighten out first before you know before you find happiness. It's a no charcuterie doubt. board. You can't look in your relationship for entirety of happiness or your, your profession. But do you think that because of I don't know, this is going to sound like a really wanky thing to say, mm. but when I was a kid, I sort of excelled at a couple things. Like I was very good at a few things, mm. not so good at other things. Mm. But too much pressure was put on me with those in those areas. So I was very good at music and art in primary and high school. Right. And there was this insane amount of pressure for me to go on and do great things in those areas. Mm-hmm. And it freaked me out. From and who? Teacher, teachers especially. Yeah, well. My peers were always like, oh, you're going to be amazing, you're a musician and all this stuff. And my parents weren't so bad. No. They could care less, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. when I got out into the real world, I freaked out. It was too much pressure. I got too afraid of failing. Mm. So I just decided to not pursue it at all because yeah, it was okay. just too much expectation to be a star. Yeah, you know? right. And I think that happens to millennials. They yeah. get told by their parents from birth that, you know, you're special. You're yeah. the one. You could do anything you yeah. want. Yeah, and I don't think that's realistic. Not everyone is going to be a superstar. No, that's true. 100%. No, I agree with that. There's no doubt in my mind. But it's you. there's no... There's no wrongdoing in having effort to achieve something if that's what you want to do. But do you think that's the biggest thing? Do if you, you think don't my want... friend is stuck in this sort of loop of we need to, I need to be the best, I need to succeed, I need to love what I do, and so she feels eternally dissatisfied in everything. Yeah, I think there's a bit of that. And yeah. has she found happiness outside of the workplace? Yeah, or her expectations are so high. And you know, it's funny because we work in what a lot of people would consider to be a dream job, you know, mm. radio is, yeah. it's, you know, and, and I'm not saying that it's not, but there have been plenty of days when I've just been like, I can't do this anymore. This yeah. is too hard. Yeah. This is, it's easy in some ways, but it's really hard in others. So even though, you know, we're in a role that seems like magic, mm. it's still hard. Oh, I agree. But you need to, I think it's important to accept that as well. Yeah. What, what's your take on this, Benny? Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I do get to work in in a job that I do love yeah. now, and I got lucky. But like, I had to work my butt off. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, I, and before I even started, like, from fifteen right through to I got into radio, which is about twenty six, I did ten years of jobs I didn't yeah. like. Like, so it just, I, I think it's just, I, I think for them, it's set yourself goals mm. that you can achieve. Mm. I think it's what you're saying. I'm with you, and like, it's not realistic. But if you hit the top of the mountain, your job's not going to make you happy. No, that's you're what totally I'm trying to say. Right. There's other yep. elements you need to focus on in your life yep. to, and get them sorted first. If I was 10 years ago, if I saw myself now, I'd be like, oh, my God, I've got it all, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I've got it all. But that's not how it feels when you get it. And if you, you're right. If you're just leaning on your job to satisfy you completely, mm. I think that's a bit of a worry. It's an interesting conversation. Lozzie, mm. what we're going to do right now on 4 the biggest fall from grace, and I think we go in the, the old uh, celebrity factor. Yeah, because if we're just talking about people we know, it's a bit sad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is yeah. a little bit, but I've I got a little niche local one though. Okay, what is it? So I got told this story the other day, and this was a few years ago, but I just thought, I just have to bring this to the table because I think O'Callaghan will love this. Okay. So, As in me? Yeah, you. <laughs> um, now... Dan Cullen. 
Have you heard of him? Dan Cullen. Yeah. It rings a bell. He was an off spinner for South Australia, okay, okay for the Redbacks. And he oh, was, yeah, he was, Blondie. Yeah, that's right. And he was lucky enough to play one test match for our great country. Sure. Uh, I think he had about five ODIs as well for Australia. God, there's a photo of him shaking Warney's hand. Yep, yet. that's it. So that's when he got his test debut. Okay, so that was, uh, I'm fairly sure that was against Bangladesh mm-hmm. in 2006. Mm-hmm. And Amir, was mm-hmm. Amir three years later, mm-hmm. so he was like at the peak, mm-hmm. peak of the pinnacle, bowling, you know, the frontline spinner mm-hmm. for Australia. Mm-hmm. Amir three years later, he was a lollipop man on Clarendon Road. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know why. What's, I don't know why that's, what's that got gone me on off. There? I don't know. It was a matter of only three How did years you find and, that out? Did you see him? I didn't see him, but my mate Regans, he saw him on, on, <laughs> on the side think, of the road. Wait a minute. Are we what? basing this off of something your mate saw? Yeah. Could have just been a blonde guy with big teeth. Nah, because he had his sleeves rolled up like Callow used to do when he bowled for the Redbacks. Also, he, his kept, he kept his style, did he, when he was mm-hmm. doing the lollipopping? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can take a man's career, but you can't take his style. <laughs> you can't take his uh, structure. Okay, so that's obviously something's gone horribly wrong there and uh, let's not go too far into it. I've no, got, I'm sure he's going all right now, but I just think it's a big fall from grace. I've got one that two years ago would have been very niche, but okay. he's kind of popped up again. No, oh, right. Daniel Gorringe. Daniel Gorringe, that's a fall from grace. Mate. Bloody he, hell. I went to high school with that guy and he got plucked out, yeah. top 10 draft pick. He was for Went the straight up to the Suns. Gold was that Coast. their first year as well? Not their first year, I don't think, but it was around the Gary time. Gary Ablett was there, yep. junior. Yep. And it was pff, a big deal. Yeah. And within about two months, he'd had his kicking licence taken away. That's right. And then he got sent to Carlton. He Carlton. went to. He played a few games from Carlton and then he, he clogged the list. Yeah. That's what he did. Apparently he did his knee, but I don't know that that even happened. No, no, did his knee. No, that's not true. The coach tapped him on the shoulder and said, enjoy the VFL. (laughs) That's what happens. I think he's he's having a great time now with his media career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that was a pretty big drop off. What else we got? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this one, but I'm going to anyway. Gary Lyon. Oh, the, Remember the whole affair scandal? Yes, I do, yeah. actually. I do. That's a big, big fall from grace. Well, he was just a household name and he just seemed like this big sort of... But he's not now, though. Like, he's he's back up. He's in the... He's in the I don't think he ever... Oh, really? I think that maybe in the sort of footy scene, he's back up. Well, but he was, in on, terms he of was the... on Channel 9. He's not on Channel 9. And he was on Triple M, very, very big over in Triple M in Melbourne. And he's now on SEN Radio. Yeah. And footy, uh, Fox footy as well. So he's still up and about. But I think that he's he's still working in the industry, but I think his general sort of household name fondness yeah. has completely gone. Wow. And I think that wives around the the country okay. stopped liking him. Because I think mum and dad used to watch the footy show yeah, together. Yeah. And then when that all happened, yeah. mum was just like, no, 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 no. She He's, was off it completely. His name is Dirt. Okay, there's a whole heap of them out there, Adelaide, but we want your opinions. We're talking Falls from Grace. Oh, yeah. Celebrity edition. Mm. <laughs> Who was yours? Dan, Dan Cullen. Dan Cullen. Now, a mate of mine claims that he saw him three years after his test debut. He was over in Bangladesh. He was playing uh, cricket for our great country. And then three years later, he was a lollipop man on Clarendon Road. Oh, just... Now, I don't know how, how true that <laughs> That is. I've, I've seen pictures of Dan Cullen. He's very generic looking. He looks like, he kind of looks a bit like you. I mean, like, it could have been anyone. Yeah, incredibly good looking man. Um, <laughs> I just I just jumped onto Wikipedia and I looked him up. He's now working as a plumber as well, the big fella. So oh, okay. he's, he's raking in the big bucks. One of your kind. Mm, Trady. Trady. Yeah. Yes.
Mm-hmm. I said Daniel Gorringe, yep, that's but he's one. kind of risen up again in yeah. the media. Yeah, he has. Big Brother helped him. Yeah, that's true. Big he got all emotional him. on there yeah. and cried with his fiance. Yeah. And, you know. But he did have a rough couple of years. He was top ten draft pick. Well, and then very quickly it became clear that he'd had a fluke season when so, he was picked up. So we're doing fall from grace, but everyone we're talking about is still... You know, they've, they've risen back up again, haven't they? Like, you said Gary Lyon before. I still think he's he's still going around all right. Yeah, but they've, I'm not sure that... I'm not sure that you're going to find someone who's had a permanent fall where they've never come back up. I mean, True. maybe Bill Cosby or something. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harvey Weinstein. A couple of listeners have messaged them through. Yeah. What about Ellen DeGeneres? Yep. I, I think oh. she's in the she's in the middle of the fall from grace. Yeah, she's in the midst of it. In the midst still. of it right now. Yeah, because yeah. her show kept going. Yeah. Even though all that stuff was going on yep. and everyone was like, she's a total bitch. So we know with Weinstein and who was the other one you said? Bill, Bill Cosby. Cosby. So yeah. horrific things were they? Yeah. And they're never getting back from that. Well, Bill was just released from jail, but yeah, I think the general consensus yeah. is that he's a bad guy. How's this one for a fall from grace? Mm. Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a big fall from grace. Have you ever sat through an entire episode of Two and a Half Men? Yeah. 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 So good. I forgot who I was talking to. What? <laughs> what? You don't like it? It's literally just like jokes about boobs and... No, no, no. Alan. Oh, oh, Alan off Two and a Half Men is tremendous. Yeah. So good. Hair in a can. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Biggest fall from grace. Zero four triple eight five one zero four seven. Um, Ellen DeGeneres, a couple of t- uh, listeners have texted in. How's this one? Tiger Woods. Yes! Gigantic. Woods, I don't think he ever came back. He no, didn't. you're probably right. No. It was just, do you know why? And I think that his wife was so hot <laughs> that it was like, why, mate? Yeah, mate why just... did you need to go? Because she was a twin as well. I know, just there was two of them. Loved going at it like a rabbit that <laughs> man, didn't he? Um, Benny, what do you got for us? All right, I'm going to go um, Don Burke. <gasps> oh, that's huge. Yes! Oh, yeah, that's huge. Isn't that insane? Because his his public image was so wholesome, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. so profoundly wholesome. Mm. But then when I used to work at the ABC and a woman I worked with, she was on set with him during that time. Okay. She was a producer and she said, oh, I've been waiting years for this. <laughs> she said, and she named about five more yeah. men who were, I'm still personally waiting for them to be outed as predators. Wow. Yeah, she goes, him, him, him. Don was the least was of the Was one worries. of them Dr. Harry? <laughs> no. Because oh. I think we could have some fun here. No, and no we're doing I this. So. We're doing this, uh, and this is off the cuff. Let's predict some false. No, I don't think. I think that's defamation. Dr. Harry would be up there. Wasn't until top of that list. (laughs) (laughs) That was out years ago. You have to be actually up high to fall from grace. (laughs) Now, Loz ruins it. Back tomorrow morning from six a.m. They're doing something absolutely brilliant. The fast for thirty-five hours. I think they're doing, which is which is just great to help a a poor little boy with stomach cancer. Up in Murray Bridge. I heard it last week. I thought it was fantastic. It's very emotional mm. here. It really hit me in the heartstrings. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Mm. So the boys will be doing that from uh, Wednesday morning, I believe. Is that right, mm. Benny? It's, gonna be really, it's, it's a great cause. Yeah, yep. absolutely superb. TripleM.com.au if you want to help out and raise some money for that poor poor boy up in Murray Bridge. Um, now, Loz, right now I just need to have a bit of a conversation with you and the guys here. Please get involved because I've done something. I've done something wrong. Um, but I'm not going to admit it to the person that I did it to because I don't do that. It was you who took the poo in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was yeah. that you, mate? That was. That's yeah. off. Yeah, that was. The office poo bandit. No, nah, seriously, that was bluey, I mean. <laughs> it was bluey. <laughs> it came out like a spin bowl. <laughs> oh, anyway. Hold that. <laughs> um, I, was, I was driving along 
Driving along the, uh, I think I was up in Mount Barker or something like that, up in the Adelaide Hills, and mm. um, I was cruising along, and I was in a bit of a rush, I've got to be honest. So I'm a very time-poor man. I, 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 seriously, I leave things to the last minute. Oh, yeah. And then I'll cruise along, and I'll, I'll just make sure. I have always think I can You're get time somewhere. You're time-poor, but it's your fault. It's my fault, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, uh, you know, everyone's busy, understandably. But I, I just think I can get places in no time. Oh, yeah, no worries, mate. I'll see you there at that time. And I'm, I'm pretty well always late. Mm-hmm. So the meeting that we've had here at 1 o'clock, you know, for the past month, I've been late to everyone. It's true. It is. It 100%. It, always, I used to be the person who was late, not anymore. Always by a couple of minutes. I'm always late. Anyway, yeah. so this one time I was cruising up in Mount Barker and uh, I've gone to go left and uh, <laughs> I saw someone there in the left lane, okay? <laughs> I've gone to go left and I've... I've sort of cut them off a bit. I've cut them off horrendously. Oh, this doesn't surprise me at all. And I didn't actually know that I'd cut them off that bad until I heard their horn. And it was just crook, okay? (laughs) Gone nuts, okay? And and then they've given me the the finger. (laughs) This lady has given me the finger. Flip the bird. Yeah, it gave me the old what for. Of course, because you cut them off. Yeah, and my window was down and so was hers. (laughs) And she's going the old F.U. sort of style, yelling yeah. out road rage, classic road rage. Of course. And I'm like, did, okay, yeah, all good. She then jumps into the right lane, oh. okay, and she wants to confront me. Oh, no. I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> Until I see it a little bit, it's getting closer and closer and closer. Now, I'm in a car that that person doesn't recognise, so okay. I've got a new car, right? Okay. It's my best mate's girlfriend. <laughs> And she's called me an F-wit, an F-ing this, an F-ing that, hit the horn. Yep. And I'm like, I, I, can't, I can't bear to have the conversation or look her in the eye. But don't you think that once she sees that it's you, it diffuses it a bit? You're probably right. And but you didn't have the gumption to do it. No. So oh. I did the, the, the classic thing, as you, as you would, as everyone would do. <laughs> I had... Uh, I had a notepad book next to me on the passenger seat. And when she was going past, I just put it up against the window. <laughs> so she has no idea that I cut her off and she couldn't see in and see that it was me. And she took off all the way back to Bahana. You covered yourself. Yes. You hid yourself yes. like a celebrity in the back of a limo. <laughs> like, don't yes. look at me. With, with a pad. So... What? Okay. What did you? Where think? do you go from here? But now you know this thing about her, okay? Yeah. You have this I think intel. She's a foul mouth human. Yeah, that's right. You have this intel on her mm. that she has no idea that you, Mark. No. You know what this is going to be? She's like? a mother of two. This is going to be like that episode of Seinfeld when Elaine wouldn't get the toilet paper off the girl. Oh. And she, do you know what? She's gonna she's gonna come to your house one day, and she's gonna see your trident, and she's gonna know. Triton. Tri- sorry. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of Greek history. Yeah. She's going to see your triton Mm. and she's going to go, where do I know that? (gasps) Yeah. It was him. Well, this is the thing. So you cover up the lie a little bit. I sold the dog last (laughs) week. (laughs) 